Welcome to Grace Notes. We're studying the book of Jonah. In describing Jonah's personality, one commentator wrote, He was a proud, self-centered egotist, willful, pouting, jealous, and bloodthirsty, a good patriot and lover of Israel, but without proper respect for God or love for his enemies. What a poor assessment of a man who is supposed to be God's spokesman. Do you think God will use Jonah with an attitude like that? We'd say no, but that's where God's mercy comes in. God extended mercy to Jonah by saving his life, and in his mercy gave him another chance to obey. The poet Robert Frost said, After Jonah, you could never trust God not to be merciful again. So true. God is a God of second chances, and we'll see that demonstrated on our program today. Jonah was in an impossible situation inside that fish. There was no way out, humanly speaking. But Jonah 2.10 says that once again God commanded the fish, this time to expel Jonah onto dry land. Notice, Jonah didn't even have to swim to safety because when God does the rescuing, he goes all the way. Some scholars believe Jonah actually died while in the fish and that God resurrected him. Either way you look at it, God's saving of Jonah's life was a miracle. There's no doubt that it was all God's doing. Jonah's hands were tied, so to speak. Most of us think that miracles are reserved for special people or that God doesn't work miracles in this day and age. Perhaps you've gotten yourself into a bind and need the hand of God to intervene in your situation. When your back's against the wall, your hands are tied, and there's nothing you can do, the scene is ripe for God to work. Listen to the message in this song. You've been to the doctor, and he just shook his head. So many nights you've suffered,
parable in Matthew 21, 28 through 32, Jesus told of two sons who were asked by their father to work in the vineyard. The one son immediately said he would do it, but didn't come through. The other son said no, right away. But later on, he changed his mind and went. The question posed was, which of the two did what his father wanted? The answer was, the one who eventually went to work. Both sons' actions didn't match their words. We can see from this that actions speak louder than words. Obedience is achieved by what we do, not necessarily by what we say. There may be times when we think we're obeying because we're saying all the right words, but we've yet to actually do what God has told us to do. I'm reminded of the story in Joshua 7 where Achan had stolen some of the plunder from the victory at the Battle of Jericho. Those goods were to be devoted to the Lord. Because of this sin, the Israelites lost the next battle. Joshua, their leader, along with the elders, tore their clothes, fell face downward to the ground, and remained there in prayer till evening. Joshua lamented their defeat for hours. The Lord's response to him was, Stand up! What are you doing on your face? Israel has sinned! This is why they cannot stand against their enemies. He went on to say, Do something about it. Destroy the evil among you. In other words, stop talking and start doing. A lesson we all need to learn. Jonah's circumstances had brought him face to face with his missionary call again. God's word came to him a second time to go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message he would give him. This time, Jonah obeyed and went. I want to say something here about second chances. In the parable, the father is seen as having given the son a second chance, just like our Heavenly Father does. There are many examples throughout the Bible where God gave second chances. Jacob... Elijah, King David, Peter, to name a few. Oh, I'm not so sure we are as forgiving, though we need to be. I remember some years ago when I first found the song written by Twyla Paris called Neither Will I. It talked about giving someone a second chance. I hadn't learned it as well as I usually do before a concert, but God moved me to sing it anyway. After the concert, a lady came to me with tears in her eyes and handed me a note. Here's what it said. You are an answer to prayer for me today. Last night, after 14 years of being sober, my husband fell back into that sin. I was so hurt, but have continued to pray instead of speak. He was asleep when I left for church today. I have prayed that God would give me the wisdom and direction. It came from God through you. Three years later, we returned to that church for another concert. She and her husband were both there, and he had since become a deacon. God is the God of second chances. In fact, he will never give up on us, and neither should we give up on the people in our lives that have let us down. I conclude now with a song, Neither Will I. Listen carefully to the words. I heard your name today I heard you made the old mistake again And it hit me hard 
by this program? If so, please write and tell us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047, or contact us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise.